Do you want to start a thriving real estate career, but don't know where and how to start? Do you want to become a successful realtor or investor, but lack the required knowledge and skills? Gear yourself up with the best and actionable advice here on The Real Estate Rundown. Tune in as Shannon Robnett talks with industry veterans about all kinds of asset classes, market trends, challenges, management techniques, and success stories. Listen to informative discussions with valuable tips that will serve as the foundation for your incredible real estate venture. Now, here's your host, Shannon Robnett. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Real Estate Rundown. You guys are not going to want to miss this next episode because I have got the Rod Khalif on my show, guys. You are going to hear from a guy who as an immigrant went from rags to riches, uh, to rags again, and then back to riches. But you're going to hear how he took control of that with his mindset and how that's made the biggest difference in his game and how he's been able to utilize that to go back to where he was and exceed what he ever had before. So guys, tune in to this next episode of the Real Estate Rundown. You're going to dig it. Hey guys, welcome to the Real Estate Rundown. You guys are in for a treat today, guys, because we have none other than Rod Khalif on my show. Good morning, Rod. How are you? Uh, I'm awesome, Shannon. Thanks for having me on, brother. Let's have some fun. All right, man. Hey, you're in a beautiful part of the world. Where are you this morning? No, I'm in Sarasota, Florida. Blessed to live here. I could be a poster child for the Florida Chamber of Commerce. I love it so much. So, you know. (laughs) Excellent. Well, you know, Rod, I know that you come from a very humble beginning, from a background that most people don't have to start at. You were able to build quite the empire. You've had some financial difficulties with the downturn in the market in 08. But instead of me trying to tell people that, Rod, tell us your story and and let people sure. people relate to who you are and where you came from. Sure, sure, sure. Thanks. So I immigrated from the Netherlands, you know, Holland, wooden shoes, windmills, when I was six years old with my brother, Albert, my mother's Vancha. And we ended up in Denver, Colorado, and we didn't have much, okay? I remember, you know, we ate expired food with our cereal in the morning. We had powdered milk instead of regular milk because it was less money. We you know, I wore clothes from the Goodwill and the Salvation Army all the way through junior high school till I lied about my age at Burger King when I was 14 and got a job there so I could buy my own clothes. And, you know, so we struggled. Now, I'm sure that you've got listeners that have struggled harder than we did or, or maybe struggled harder, you know, struggling harder now with, you know, all the upset with COVID and everything. But, but see, I knew I wanted more. And luckily, my mom had an incredible work ethic. So she babysat kids so we'd have enough money to eat. And she was a bit of an entrepreneur with her babysitting money. She invested in the stock market and made money. And But she also got into real estate. So she bought the house across the street from us when I was 14 for about $30,000. And when I was 17, she told me she'd made $20,000 in her sleep. And I'm like, what? You didn't do anything? You made $20,000? Screw college. I'm getting into real estate. I went out and got my real estate license right when I turned 18, which back then you could do with education. Now they got smart and you need some experience. But I became a realtor right when I turned 18 and I was going to be rich selling other people houses. Well, my first year in real estate, I made about eight to 10 grand. My second year, maybe 10 to 12 grand. But my third year, I made over $100,000. So what happened between year two and year three that caused me to 10X my income? Well, what happened was I met a guy that taught me about mindset and how, like you mentioned, truly your mindset is 80 to 90% of your success in anything. The vehicle is, it really doesn't matter. It can be real estate, it can be entrepreneurship, business, you know, whatever it is is the least important piece of it. You actually have to take action with what you learn. And so, you know, I, I met this guy and taught me about that. And, you know, fast forward to today, I've owned, 
a couple thousand houses that I've rented long-term. I've owned thousands of apartment units. In 2006, my net worth went up $17 million while I slept. And, you know, if you want to do the math on that, it's like $8,300 an hour. And of course I did. And I thought I was a freaking real estate God. And my head got so big, I could barely fit it through a door. And you know, when that happens, sometimes God or the universe will give you a nice little, you know, smackdown. That was 2008. I lost that 17 million and a lot more. I lost 50 million. I lost everything. I lost $50 million in 2008. And so one of the things I, you know, that I talk about on my podcast at my coaching, I mean, in my uh, training seminars and so on and so forth is the mindset it took to have, you know, 50 million to lose in the first place and the strategies that I used. And then the mindset it took to get back from losing it. I mean, there were people that killed themselves both in the Great Depression and in 08 over losing, you know, proportionally the same amount of money or even less in some cases. And so, you know, I'm happy to drill down on that a little bit if you like, Shannon. Yeah, well, you know, I mean, Rod, obviously, this is the fantastic thing about this country we call home, America, where you can come in as a six-year-old immigrant. Your mother can come in and can create something. You know, Greatest country on earth, brother. It absolutely is. And it's got its problems, Rod. You know, we definitely aren't perfect because it's run by humans. But the reality is we have freedoms here and we have opportunities that I think a lot of people forget that we have. They get confused with the fact that the freedom that we have allows you to say what you want to say, but it also allows me to do what I want to do. There's a real entitled mentality going around as well, you know, and so that piece as well. And without getting into the politics of it all, which I would love to do, right? (laughs) Don't encourage me, right? It's too easy. Reality is, you know, you have the right to work. You have the right to experience. You have the right to grow. You have the right to build. Yeah. Uh, And those mistakes cost, you know, you made mistakes in 08 the cost, you know, but what was it? I mean, when you're falling out of the crow's nest and you're, and you're going from being able to see past the horizon to slamming into the deck of the ship, what is the thought process going through your mind as you yourself up? You got to do it again. Well, I actually fell through the hole and and ended up at the bottom of the ocean that I went through the deck, but yeah. So, you know, I mean, it sucked. I mean, let's be honest. It was, it really was no fun. You know, I thought I was set for life. I thought 80 million baby boomers getting old and getting cold. Florida was recession proof. Well, eh, you know, I mean, I think now it could be as with everything that's happening, both politically and environmentally and everything else, Florida's really, going crazy now. But, you know, I thought I was set for life, so it was no fun. So I hid under a rock for a a few months. But I will tell you that luckily I was in an environment of people that were actually thriving. I was in a mastermind at that time. It was Tony Robbins' mastermind, his platinum partnership. And so I was around people that were kicking butt through all that. And they're like, hey, you know, quit whining, get off your butt. So what? You lost some money, get up, make things happen. And so, you know, one of the critical pieces in all this is your peer group. I'm going to tell you that, you know, you've heard it before, who you hang out with is who you become, not just financially, both your health, your happiness, everything. You show me your three closest friends, I'll show you who you are. And so, you know, it's really important important that you hang out with the right crowd. I created my own mastermind a few years ago, 16 guys here at my compound in Florida and about a billion in assets represented because I want to be around people that think what I think is hard is easy too. You know, I want to be around, you know, rising tide lifts all ships. So I started this thing. It's called the multifamily boardroom and there's about 14 billion in assets in there now. So it's, it's really grown in the largest mastermind for multifamily on the planet. But, you know, again, I did it for myself. I've been in masterminds my entire life and 
because I want to be around the right peer group. So that's what helped me back then. That was one of the things. But the big thing that helped me, Shannon, was reassociating with what I wanted and why I wanted it. And so like at my boot camp, I used to do them live. <laughs> supposed to have 800 people in Orlando in May and just freaking out because I'm like, you know, half of the tickets are already sold. I'm like, what am I going to do? So if you go to multifamilyvirtualbootcamp.com, you'll see my happy ass on my phone doing my video to go live stream. And luckily it was a success. We've had thousands of people come to my live stream boot camps. But one of the first things I do there is a goal setting workshop. I call it goal setting on steroids. And, you know, and I'm happy to describe it. It would take just five or six minutes to describe it, but it's one of the first things I do because how the heck are you going to get anything if you don't know what it is, right? With clarity, clarity is power. You need to know what you want. And frankly, as importantly, or maybe even more importantly, why you want it. So if you want me to drill down on that, I can. I do. But guys, I want you to realize, listen to the passion that Rod's got when he talks about goal setting. Listen to, I mean, if you're not picking this up, you got to be dead, right? I mean, he is so, I mean, look, he talked about his upbringing. Now he's talking about goal setting and understanding why. He just talked about falling through the hull of a ship all the way to the bottom of the ocean. And he's super passionate about goal setting. I got, Rod, you got to tell us what it is about goal setting and what you do that makes it so powerful. Well, well, you know, I got to tell you, what you focus on grows larger. We mentioned this before we started recording and both positive or negative. If you're focused on the news right now, CNN or whatever, you're going to be negative because that's what sells and they're not there to inform you. They're there to startle you. And so it's just critical. If you're listening to Shannon or watching this on YouTube or wherever, you're a leader. There's no question. You wouldn't be here if you're not a leader. And right now, the world more than ever needs leaders. And so to be a leader, you have to manage your focus. It's critical right now more than ever. So pay attention to that. Stand guard at your mind and don't bring in the crap. Bring in the good stuff. You know, on my podcast, I do a little clip every week called Own Your Power. I've done hundreds of them. They're motivational. They're five minutes. So if you want to get juiced, you know, check them out. That's Lifetime Cash Flow is the name of my podcast. Usually, if you put in real estate on your iPhone, I come in number one or two. But the point is, I don't care if it's not me, but go on YouTube, bring in the motivational stuff. Go, you know, but pay attention to that right now because you're a leader. So, anyway, and now I totally lost my train of thought. Where, where, where was you, I going with that? talking about goal setting on steroids. Oh, yeah. So, you know, you've got to know what you want. And, you know, when I was losing everything, it would have been real easy to focus on the pain of that. And of course I did for a while. And it was really dangerous as if it becomes your story where you know, that's how you identify yourself. You got to really pay attention to the things that you put the words I am in front of. And so I've got these I am statements. In fact, I can show you if you're watching this on video up on the wall here, you can say, I, you know, I'm, I'm success. I'm the best in the world at what I do. I'm a business genius, not being braggadocious, but because there's no greater force in the human psychology than the need to remain consistent with how we identify ourselves. So you got to be very careful. You don't associate with a negative story. And so, you know, I encant those statements all the time when I'm exercising, running, whatever, because it's so freaking powerful. But anyway, so as far as goal setting, you've got to know what you want. You've got to know why you want it. So why? Because when you write your goals down, it triggers something in your brain called your reticular activating system. And it's that subconscious filter, you're not even aware of it, that points you in the direction your brain thinks you're interested in. I guess that the greatest example is when you first buy a car. You never really notice them that much, but then you buy it and you see them everywhere. That's your reticular activating system working. And the same thing with goals. So let me describe the process. If you want, I did this on January 2nd on my uh, Rodcliffe official Facebook page with music and a free guide you can download and everything. And if you DM me on any social channel, I'll get you that link because I'm very active on it all the social channels. And I've got a team that helps me as well. So we'll get you the link if you want me to guide you through this. About an hour and a hour, hour and 15, hour and 20 minute process. But anyway, let me describe it real quick if you don't want to do that. 
pick an hour when you have a lot of energy, sit down and write down everything you could ever possibly want in life. All the stuff, houses, cars, boats, jet skis, planes. But the important thing is take the lid off your brain. Imagine if you write it down, you're going to get it. If you want a yacht, a private island, a jet, don't limit yourself because there is truly nothing you can't do, be, or have. I mean, look at Elon Musk, $3 billion startups. Don't tell me you can't make something happen. Okay, so you can. So there's that. Write down everything you can think of. Also write down all the things you want to do, not just the stuff. You know, maybe you want to write a book. Maybe you want to, you know, all the places you want to go as well. I've got a travel vision board behind my green screen here. You know, write down all those places. Write down, you know, maybe you want to climb every mountain over 14,000 feet, or I've got a friend doing that, or jump out of a perfectly good airplane. I did that a year ago. I'll never freaking do it again. But (laughs) whatever you want to do, write it down. Also write down what you want to learn. You know, if there's a skill set you want to learn, if you want to learn multifamily real estate, for God's sakes, come spend a couple days with me. I'll give your listeners a code. You can come for a hundred bucks and I don't even sell anything there. 18 hours of training, hundred dollars, $97, and I don't sell anything. So kind of a duh if you're interested in this business. But whatever it is, if you've got a skill set you want to learn, write that down. Let's see. And then lastly, you've got the things you want to do, the things you want to learn. Lastly, you want to write down who you want to help. We will do more for others than we'll do for ourselves. And listen, that's the fuel, okay? The goals are important. But honestly, at the end of this process, I'll explain why they're not the most important. But you need them. You need them to push you and pull you and keep you focused on what you want, not what you don't want. So once you can't think of another thing, I want you to put down how many years you think it's going to take you to achieve each goal. By the way, those of you that are analytical, don't stop and analyze your answers to this. Just keep writing as you're writing the goals and don't overanalyze how long it's going to take. Just guess at it, throw a number down there. A one, a three, a five, even a 10 or a 20. It's human nature to overestimate what we can do in a year and massively underestimate what we can do in five, 10, 20 years. I'll give you an example of this. When I was in, let me pre-frame this. I'm going to give you some examples today. And this is not me bragging, okay? In fact, you know, I'm just hoping to inspire you if you're listening or watching this. So when I was 18, I knew I wanted to live on the beach, okay? And there's no beach in Denver, but I would visualize the palm trees and the sand and the surf and all that stuff. And 20 years ago, I or 20 years later, actually, I ended up building this $8 million, 10,000 square foot house on the beach, which was frankly unthinkable when I was 18. And so the point I'm making here is don't limit yourself, okay? So put a number by each goal. And then I want you to pick your Number one goal. I mean, that goal, when you get it, you're like, oh my God, this is incredible. You have arrived. That goal. Put it on another piece of paper. And again, if you DM me, I'll give you a guide and you can fill out the guide. But regardless, you can do it on a piece of paper too. So put your number one goal down, then pick your top three one-year goals. So you've got four goals. Put those, your number one goal and your top three one-year goals, separate sheet of paper and leave room in between them. And I'm going to tell you, at this point, you're ahead of 90% of the people on the planet, 99%, frankly, that do a New Year's resolution that's forgotten by February. But there's a couple more quick steps. The goals are important. You need them. They're going to push you, pull you, propel you. But why they're a must is the real fuel. So you need to write down why you have to achieve each one of those goals and use emotionally charged words. Words are very powerful and you want to utilize them. Words like amazing and beautiful and incredible and words that are going to juice you. So you might say, so I can show my kids what incredible success looks like. So I can show my wife what it means to live a life of amazing abundance or whatever, you know, whatever's going to juice you, your words, but use emotionally charged words. And 
you know, so we can have the freedom, freedom to do whatever we want, whenever we want, wherever we want, bring whoever we want, whatever it is, you know, use that. Now, once you've got a positive reason why it's a must, add a little second piece here. Put some pain in there if you don't achieve the goal and make it freaking hurt. So I don't feel like a failure. So I don't fail my kids. So I don't fail my husband or wife, you know, so I don't live a life of regret. You know, so many people fear failure. I'm going to tell you, fear regret a lot worse. There was this nurse in Australia, hospice nurse named Bronnie Ware. So she took care of patients at the end of their lives. And Shannon, she asked him a question. And the question was, do you have any regrets? And she even wrote a book about it. It's called The Five Regrets of Dying. You know what the number one regret was? It was not living the life I could have lived, living someone else's life, not doing what I know I'm capable of. Guys, I can't think of anything worse than that. So again, don't fear failure. We fail our way to success. So I've built 24 businesses. Several have been worth tens of, and I don't call them failures, by the way. I call them seminars, okay? Because it's only a failure if you don't get back up or you don't get the lesson, right? I've built 24 businesses. Several have been worth tens of millions of dollars. Most have been spectacular, flaming seminars, okay? But again, we bring our knowledge to the next thing. Like that's how I was able to recover from losing 50 million bucks by focusing on what I wanted and why I wanted it. Like I I just described reassociating with that. And of course, I brought my knowledge base to the game. So it was much faster the second time around. And so last piece, and then I'll land the plane here, is you must get pictures of your goals, put them around you. Okay. And this may sound a little foofy, but just <laughs> show you something here in a second. It proves this to me, at least, you know, or make declarations. I'll give you some public examples of this. Jim Carrey is a great example. When he was kind of a nobody, you know, the actor Jim Carrey, he wrote himself a check for 10 million bucks and he used to go up by the Hollywood sign. He'd look at it. If you Google it, you'll see this, you know, Jim Carrey check, you'll see. In fact, he buried it with his father who believed in his dream, but when he died, but that's how much money he made for Dumb and Dumber. I'll give you another, a more recent example, Demi Lovato. About 11 years ago, I think it was, when she was unknown, posted on social media, one day I'm going to sing in the Super Bowl. Not this last one, go watch the one before. See who sang the national anthem. Anyway, so I'll give you some personal examples. Back when I was 18, I figured I had to have a four-door car to show houses, right? Because I was going to be a realtor. So I got this bone-ugly Ford Granada, a real piece of, you know what, bench seat in the front, just <laughs> piece of crap. But I work with a guy that had a couple of Corvettes and he let me drive one. And I drove it and I'm like, oh my God, this is freaking amazing. So this is way before the internet. I got a picture out of a magazine of a Corvette. I put it on the visor right there. So I've sat in the car. It was right there in my face. Within a year or two, I had a Corvette. Give you a couple more examples. Again, I'm not bragging. I just want to inspire you. In fact, the things I'm going to share now don't even really interest me. This is back when the TV show Magnum PI was out. Actor's name was Tom Selleck. He was a detective in Hawaii. It was the first time I'd seen an exotic car. He drove this Ferrari 308. I mean, oh my God. I'm like, I thought that was the most amazing thing I've ever seen. So I got a picture of that actual car, put on the visor of my Corvette within a year or two out of Maserati. It looked just like it. Last example. I'm the guy that always wanted a Lamborghini. Once I saw them, I got posters and everything else. And what's interesting is my son collected models of exotic cars when he was nine years old. He had about 30 of them. He had a model the exact same color and style Lambo that I ended up getting, which I ultimately wrecked, but we don't need to get into that. But Anyway, so get the pictures. In fact, let me show you something. Do you put this on YouTube or just on iTunes? Yeah, no, it goes on YouTube as well. It does. Okay. So this is my planner. Okay. I'm a dinosaur. I use a paper planner. It's on today. In the back of this thing, I got pictures that have been in here for 21 years. Okay. Now the first pictures are my gratitude pictures. They're pictures of my kids when they were young. My kids are 30 and 26 now. As you can see, these are real old pictures, but everything starts from a place of gratitude. To manifest anything you want in life comes from through gratitude. So I got pictures of the things that I'm 
I'm grateful for. Okay, then I've got the stuff that I wanted. What's crazy is this house on top looks just like that house on the beach that I had, which I lost and all the craziness. It has the glass just like that 10-foot high glass, travertine floors. Now, what's even crazier is like these bottom pictures you can see, Shannon, have that white wall in them. See that white wall? Look behind me. That's my backyard. Isn't that crazy? I mean, you know, these were all before I ever had any of this stuff. And then I've got, you know, watches. I got a few hundred thousand dollars of the watches. Lambo, before I ever got it, the Rolls Royce, the Bentley, all this stuff that I got. Again, at one time I thought was important, but I got it because I had pictures. So go out there, get the pictures, put them around you. That's how you manifest this stuff. Even if they just get in your peripheral, your brain sees them. So anyway, I'll get off my soapbox. Thanks for letting me rant there. And Rod, I just want to thank you for that because as I know, as someone that also went through 08 and as someone that got crushed in 08, you know, I remember all of those things. And I remember how important it was when we got them. We learned in 08 how unimportant a lot of that stuff was, right? (laughs) We learned what was really important. It was our kids. It was our family. It was our health. It was those kinds of things that couldn't be replaced by dollars and cents. But once we came through that, we knew that it was with the power of our mind and the power of our belief in ourselves and the system that we had that we knew we could rebuild, right? Yeah. You've got to realize your only job security is between your ears. My dad worked for Continental Airlines for 36 years. He loved that company. He used to make us, they had the gold tails on the planes. If we saw one, we had to put our hand over our hearts. No kidding. It wasn't funny, but I mean, he loved that company. And he freaking got laid off. 36 years. Only job security is right here, guys. So, you know, don't fear failure. Fear regret. I got to meet the billionaire owner of Spanx, Sarah Blakely. Started with five grand. Now she's worth billions, literally billions. Beautiful human being. I met her at a mastermind. I was talking about masterminds. Met her at a mastermind that I belong to. Well, she told me that her dad used to ask her and her brother once a week, what have you failed at this week? I remember Is that, that an awesome freaking question to ask your kids so they don't fear failure? I wish I'd known that back then. But it really you know. is because we yeah. associated that even growing up as the son of a builder and a realtor, I knew that failure was failure. Failure was not a good thing, you know, and when we can become accustomed to that, you know, my dad told me when I was a kid, he said, you know, he had one of his best friends growing up, made it to the major leagues and was playing major league ball. And he said, you know, son, if you strike out six out of 10 times, you will make millions of dollars in the, in major league ball. Mm -hmm. If you do that in business, you'll be called a loser and a bum. But you've got to get up to bat. You've got to take your swing. And you know what, Rod? How real is that with your life? You just said you've had- I've had 24 businesses. Again, most of them have failed. Uh, So you just called me a loser, you bastard. But no, (laughs) But the reality is you got back up. That's the the point. That's the point. It's only a failure if you don't get back up. Right. You know, and so people fear that, but setbacks are feedback setbacks are the only way we grow. Setbacks are the only way we learn and become more. When I do a survey after one of my live events, in fact, let me mention that. If you're interested in multifamily, for God's sakes, text Rod Live to 72345 and remember this code, Rod Friend, okay? Just one word, Rod Friend. So code text Rod Live to 72345 and then use the code Rod Friend. I think right now you can come for 47 bucks. I don't know when this will air, but it'll be 97. But again, it's 18 hours of training. I don't sell anything. I've never had a complaint except that the breaks are too short because I packed three days into two. I was doing a three day and I'm going live again here before too long as well. But, but anyway, the point is, I don't know what the point is. I lost my train of thought when I went <laughs> off. <laughs> well, you know, the reality is that, you know, what I heard you say, Rod, is that you've had business failures repeatedly. Right. Right, and the reality right, right. Is, is that you keep getting back up. The mindset is the only difference between you and the guy that stays down. 
the fact that you are not statistically different than any other small business owner out there. Most small businesses do not succeed. It's the owners that do or don't succeed. And you see those owners pop up again in another business, another venture, another opportunity. And it's the ones that don't pop up that go back to the J-O-B and go, I can never be this. Those are the ones that fail permanently. Yeah. And they live that life of regret at the end of their lives that we just described, which is just to me is horrible. You know, if you're willing to grind for a few years, like most people won't, you'll live the rest of your life like most people can't. And it's just such a critical piece of this. Let me say one other thing before I forget as it relates to goals. You know, so in fact, this picture behind me is the compound I live in now. I live in a compound now. I told you I lost that house. It's kind of funny, actually. I have six buildings here. I've got a big main house and a two-bedroom guest house. My daughter's staying right now. Turned one of the buildings into a video studio. There's a big exercise facility. It's just spectacular. It's like a park, as you can see. But because God's got a sense of humor, my old house is literally right across the bay behind me here. You, You can see it. It's hilarious. But listen, let me say one thing. I want to talk about that old house. So I worked for that thing for 20 freaking years, okay? And two months after I moved in, two months, 20 years I worked for it, two months after I moved in, I'm floating in the pool at night, pool's changing. Let me describe the house, okay? So it's 10,000 square feet. It's, you know, wine cellar, elevator, you know, 80 feet of glass that's 10 feet high, all butt together like you're living on the bay. But I had the beach on one side, I had the bay on the backside. I can land the plane with this on. There was a spiral staircase up the through the middle. On the second floor, I had aquariums that wrapped around the staircase. It cost me almost 200 grand. So that gives you an idea of the house. Well, anyway, two months after I moved in, I'm floating in the pool. I'm looking up at this testament to my ego, which is really what it was. I built it to prove the world I was good enough. That's the reality of it. And I'm looking up at this thing. I got depressed and I'm like, and I don't mean just a little bummed. I mean, I'm like really bummed. I'm like, what the hell's going on? I've just achieved success like times a thousand. And there were several things going on, Shannon. I want to share this because one of them really ties into goals. That is don't want to achieve a big goal without having other goals lined up behind it, right? Like the good book says, you need a vision for the future without a vision that people perish. So I didn't know what I was going to do next. So that was number one. Number two is it's never about the goals. You got to have them. You need them to push you and pull you and you know propel you, but it's really about growth and progress and who you become on your path to the goals. Happiness doesn't come from the goals. Like they say, the happiest days of a boat owner's life are the day they buy the boat and the day they sell the boat. It's about you growing and progressing. So it's so critical that you celebrate whatever progress you have on your path because happiness comes from progress and growth. But the big thing was I've been totally focused on myself. You know, rod, 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 show the world I'm good enough, show the world I matter. So that's the year I went and actually I bought some books and one of them was Tony Robbins books. I bought, you know, Dale Carnegie and Zig Ziglar and all these, you know, motivational people. But I bought one of Tony's books. I went and saw him live. And and uh, by the way, let me shout out, if you can never see him live, just do it. He's doing live stream now, but, uh, and I don't get anything for saying that. He's just that good. But I saw that he fed families for the holidays and I'm like, hmm, what a concept. Do something for someone else. You know, I'm embarrassed to say I had to be 40 to get that memo. So I went back and I called my brother. I said, let's feed five families. I actually flew to Denver. It was for Thanksgiving to come see my family in Denver. And we went to his church, found out who really needed help. We said, you know, who really could use some help? We're going to feed five families. And they gave us five names. And the third one changed my life. So we go up to this crappy row house. It was like, it wasn't even a one bedroom, it was crappy one bedroom. You had to walk through the bedroom to get to the kitchen. But this lady there with five kids, she comes out and we had bought toys for the kids, frozen turkey, boxes of food. She sees all this, she starts crying. Her kids come out, the older ones start crying. I start crying and I'm freaking hooked. And I'm blessed to say over the last 20 years, 
21 years now, we have fed 100,000 plus kids here in this area of Florida. We've done tens of thousands of backpacks filled with school supplies for local kids. It's astounding to me. We live in the greatest country on earth and kids don't even have basic school supplies if they can't afford it. You know, parents can't afford it. We've done tens of thousands of teddy bears, local police departments to put in their vehicles when they encounter a child that's been traumatized. Now, I don't say this to brag again. What I'm There's a real reason I'm saying this, and that is we've been taught to achieve, to be happy. And I had done that thinking that that achievement would make me happy. But I'm going to tell you, when you give back, you are happily achieving. Okay. And I know that's a play on words, but it's an important play on words. See, I was successful. Tony Robbins calls it the science of achievement versus the art of fulfillment. I wasn't fulfilled. And that's what got me fulfilled. And, you know, I've got the largest commercial real estate podcast in the world. We just broke 11 million downloads. And I've interviewed some of the most successful players on the planet, billionaires. And I can tell if they're like I was back then. Some of them are good at hiding it. If they're still totally focused on themselves. And I feel sad for them. Here's the lesson for those of you listening. Even if you've got blood dripping from your teeth and you know you want this and you're saying, okay, yeah, I want to have the money, I'll give back. Big mistake. Do it right now. I don't care if you just give of your time because not only are you, so pick something you're passionate about, kids, animals, elderly, the environment, whatever it is, whatever's going to juice you. If you do something there, do something there and you will be fulfilled. Not only will you'll be fulfilled and happy, but you'll get to success faster. You don't do it for that reason, but it's just the way God of the universe works. You know, it comes back to you tenfold, a hundredfold. And so anyway, thanks for letting me rant on that too, because it's so important. But again, Rod, it's it's your passion, you know, and I've always known that. And my story is kind of similar to yours in the fact that, you know, I was 30 years old and I'd achieved the goals I'd set for myself in high school, you know, and I'm sitting there looking at it. I didn't get majorly depressed, but I'm sitting there going, now what? You know, so you, and that's the funny thing about human nature. If you don't set your goals big enough, when you get there, You'll get to your goals if you set them. Oh, sure. If you don't set them big enough, you're sitting there scratching your head going, what's next? Or you don't keep you don't keep setting them. You know, there's no end to this. There's not like it's not like I'm done. You've got to keep going. So I've got pretty expansive goals now. I used to have above my bed a hundred grand a month. There's an extra zero on there now. Okay. You know, and it's my wife hates it because it's right there in our bedroom, but it freaking works. That's why it's there, right? And so, you know, you've got to continually bring those goals in. That I guess that's the point I was making. And by the way, those of you listening, I, every dime in my foundation goes to that stuff and I, I don't usually plug it. I'm going to plug it because we're a little short this year. I cover the operational expenses and then some. If you want to help, text tiny hands to 72345. 22 bucks feeds a family. 72345, tiny hands. And again, if you're interested in my boot camp, Rod live to seven, two, three, four, five. And I'd love to coach, teach you this business if you're interested, but. And that's the thing also that I see Rod that you're doing is you're giving back with your education, right? I mean, you paid for it. You spent $50 million on your education. Oh, more than that, more than that. I mean, that was just what I lost. You know, my training, I took this picture. I never went to college. I have this picture with all the lanyards of the boot camps and stuff that I went to. It's like hundreds around my neck and on my arms. And because learners are earners. I mean, we're continually learning and growing, right? I mean, I'm 61 and I go to boot camps and events every year and have for decades. So, you know. Well, now you become the person that's giving back, that's hosting a lot of those and doing a lot of those events. And it's not out of ego. I understand that. You don't need yeah. the $27. It's to have somebody put something in the game that says, I commit to doing this. I'm going to not only give the time, I'm going to put a financial price on it. And then I'm going to get something out of it. 
And the reality is you're not getting complaints because the passion you're coming through this interview with. I mean, oh, thank you. Well, listen, I do it because I love it. I mean, you, there's some of the hundreds of thank you cards behind me. I've been teaching for under four years. You can't even see them all whole walls covered. And I've been teaching it. I do it because of that. I'm sure you get that kind of love as well. You know, whenever you give value like this, you get that kind of love. I get gifts and I mean, this is not ego. Please let me preframe what I'm going to say next is not ego, but I literally get love every single day, usually 10 to 15 times a day. I get gifts, I get DMs, emails, cards. And I mean, I'm addicted. I'm addicted to the positive, you know, love that I'm getting, honestly, which is why my wife puts up with it. You know, me funny though, how quickly you can change your mindset when you're getting the positive that you're putting out returned yeah. to you. And how if you start putting out the negative, the negative is all you see and how quickly that changes it. That's you know, whatever, you know, they asked Mother Teresa, here's a great, this that's about focus. They asked Mother Teresa if she was anti-war. See, because what you focus on gets bigger, positive or negative. She said, no, I'm not anti-war. I'm pro-peace. Yeah. And that's the reality, right? Are you anti or are you? And as a pilot, one of the things that we always use as a phrase in training is your attitude affects your altitude. Sure. Right. And so if you're focused on the ground, you're headed for it. If you're focused on your shoes, you're going to find the floor. But if you're focused on the skies, you're always going to have somewhere to go. You're always going to reach the top of where you're at. That's a life analogy right there. And I super appreciate your time, man. I love your passion. You know, you can You can tell it's not about, I mean, real estate can become an addictive game. It is fun. I love it too, of course. But, you know, know, that's another thing, guys. If you don't love what you're doing or the vehicle that you've chosen, and you can learn to love it. You can associate pleasure with it. But if you can't even, because you can associate pleasure and learn to love anything. But if you're unsuccessful at that, for God's sakes, go do something else. Life is too freaking short. You know, and that's the truth, man, because I mean, at the end of the day, you gave us that book, you know, the five regrets of the dying. I'm sure none of them said more time at the office. Right. I mean, we know that. So, you know, Rod, I just really want to thank you for being with us today. You've given us a couple of codes. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. If you're interested in this business, my website is real estate with Rod. It's actually rodcleaf.com, but nobody can spell my name. So if you go to real estate with Rod, you'll find it. But again, if you're interested, really want to learn multifamily, I do these two-day virtual boot camps. They're typically under 150 bucks. I just gave you a code, Rod Friend, to take 50 off, whatever the price level is. But it's you text Rod Live to 72345, you'll get the information on that. And again, I don't sell anything there. So it's 18 hours of training, nothing. People are like, oh, baloney, you're going to sell something. No, I don't. Okay. And, but again, it's that whole axiom, what you give, you get back. And yeah, now I have a coaching program. Sure. You can expand into that if you want my coaching students. I've been teaching, like I said, a little over three and a half years. My students have over 45,000 doors on now, which I'm super freaking proud of. But anyway, so, you know, I've got that again, my tiny hands foundation. If you want to donate, I'm, I'm be grateful. Again, I cover all the operational expenses and then some that's tiny hands to seven, two, three, four, five. I guess that's enough. <laughs> You'll find me if you want me. Rod, for being with us. Really appreciate your time. Thank you guys for tuning into the Real Estate Rundown. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe to the Real Estate Rundown on Podchaser, Spotify, iTunes, YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts so that you can get automatic updates. You'll find us on Instagram and YouTube. Please leave a review. I'd love to hear your feedback, and I'd love to see what you want to hear for other topics. With that, Rod, thank you so much for sharing with us today. Thanks for having me, Shannon. Appreciate it. It was a lot of fun. Really appreciate it, man. We'll talk to you again soon, hopefully on this podcast again. Yeah, love it. That's a wrap for today's episode of The Real Estate Rundown. 
Let these newfound strategies pave the way to start a successful career or a profound rebranding. If you loved everything you have heard, listen to more conversations at www.shannonrobnet.com. And be sure to leave a rating, share it with your friends, and subscribe. Until the next episode. Amen.